When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you want an easy way to feel like a chef in your own home, try Blue Apron's two and four serving menu plans so you're always cooking something new and enjoying fresh seasonal ingredients. Choose from an ever-changing mix of premium recipes, chef favorites, family-friendly options, WW recommended, and more. Get $130 off across your first six orders, plus your first order ships free when you visit blueapron.com slash blueculinary. From Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network, you're listening to the Sports Stove Podcast with your host, Vince Stover. Here's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Podcast. We're talking college football playoffs. We're talking the NFL Week 17 And we're going to wrap it up with what's simmering, and that is the year 2020. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove podcast. It is now time to turn on the Sports Stove. Welcome into today's Sports Stove Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Stover, and we are brought to you today by BellyUpSports.com and the BellyUp Podcast Network. If you go to BellyUpSports.com, you will find articles, you will find merchandise, you will find podcasts, including ours, on BellyUpSports.com, a great place to go and visit. Check out all the sports happenings uh, here in the recent days and what is to come as well, on today's Sports Stove podcast, we're talking football, and then we're going to talk the year 2020 uh, here briefly today as well. Let's start off with college football. Here we have on Friday, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, it may be over. College football playoffs begin. Notre Dame and Alabama, they'll kick off at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon. Alabama, a 20-point favorite going into this game you have the Heisman Trophy winner is on Alabama. Which one? We're not sure yet, but they've got uh, some candidates up there, and one of them is going to win. Nonetheless, you've got quarterback Mac Jones, who's led this team and played great for Alabama all season, and off they run against Notre Dame. Right now, Notre Dame's getting zero respect, not an ounce of it uh, coming towards them. Again, a three-score underdog right now. Notre Dame is coming into this game. After that loss to Clemson, I think a lot of people just wrote Notre Dame off. And they said there's no no possibility for Notre Dame uh, to win a national championship, especially going through Alabama. Uh, they will fight uh, as they – that's what they're called, the Fighting Irish. So they're obviously going to fight. There's a lot of people going back to the national championship game that Notre Dame dropped in uh, uh, just an egg in. They, they were no good. They were at least not up to the level – of Alabama, and everyone assumes that this game is going to be identical to that as well, and it very well may be. I think Alabama wins this game. I think they win it by double digits as well. Alabama is just 
um, a top two team in the nation. And to me, it kind of falls off after those top two teams. Um, and you could argue it's a three-team race as well. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But I think Alabama's too good for Notre Dame. I don't think this is a, a knock on Notre Dame. I don't think this is a, a situation where Notre Dame looks at it and goes, uh, you know, we're just not in that class necessarily. Uh, although I guess that's kind of what I'm saying. Notre Dame loses this game against Alabama, and uh, Alabama will uh, uh, go on to the national championship game again. Then at 8 o'clock is – the big game, Clemson and Ohio State. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite going into this game. And that surprises me a little bit. I expect it to be more maybe a four or five point uh, uh, favorite uh, with the odds. But nonetheless, Clemson opens seven and a half uh, points over Ohio State. Of course, the big question is, is Ohio State deserving of being in this game? No, they're not. They're not deserving, but they are good enough. They are one of the four best teams in the nation. And for that reason, that's why they are in. Dabo Sweeney uh, made a lot of waves talking about Ohio State, ranking them number 11 in his coaches poll. And I believe his explanation of that is, is warranted. He said, I put no team in the top 10 that had only played a limited number of games. Ohio State, only six games. That includes their Big Ten Conference Championship game. And uh, so they played five regular season games. And he says they are without a doubt the best team uh, of those that have played in a limited schedule, hence the reason they're number 11. I just didn't put them in the top 10. Now, the Clemson Tigers continue to kind of poke the bear, so to say, with Ohio State. They're not going into this game saying all niceties. They are definitely coming in and, and trying to stir it up a little bit with Ohio State. Is that wise for a team that's supposed to win? You could argue no. As a matter of fact, I would argue it's not wise either. But I believe Clemson is the superior team uh, in this game. Ohio State, as good as they are, and they are very good, especially on offense, their defense has not been up to par of what it has been in the past and in recent years. And if you're not going to get a pass rush on Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson Tigers, you're not going to beat them. Their passing game is just too good. Now, Ohio State's run defense is not bad, and they are, and they're not bad on passing either, but they're just, they're not up to what they should be uh, at this point. And so the run defense might be able to slow down Travis uh, Travis Etienne, but when it comes down to the end of the game, I think Lawrence is going to throw all over this Ohio State defense, and Clemson will come out with the win. That'll leave Clemson and Alabama in the national championship. Before we break down that game, we'll wait for it to be officially set uh, in case for some strange reason we were wrong on these picks. Uh, so an exciting college football weekend is ahead. Georgia and Cincinnati will face off as well on Friday. Auburn and Northwestern uh, playing as well on Friday. So we will uh, be watching intently uh, if we are awake for any of those games uh, going on here in the days ahead. Then the NFL. The NFL has a great Week 17 schedule for us to watch as fans. Sometimes you get to Week 17 and pretty much everything is set with the exception of maybe one or two things. Not this week. There are a lot of things up in the air right now. You've got the oldest rivalry in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears, facing off in Week 17. Just a couple of weeks ago, this game looked like it would be nothing at all to the playoffs. Now, Chicago wins. They got a chance to be in the playoffs. If the Packers win, they clinch and close up the number one seed uh, and have the only buy in the NFC in the playoffs this year. So that's what they're fighting for. 
a great game indeed. There are a number of teams fighting for playoff spots. The Dolphins, the Ravens, and the Browns all fighting hard, as well as the Colts and the Titans for, for position into the playoffs. The Browns face the Steelers and Mason Rudolph. This will be a fun game. If you remember the last time Mason Rudolph played the Browns, he had his head beaten in with his own helmet. Uh, they'll play. The Browns need a win. Uh, to get into the playoffs, and they are going to be short people again because of COVID. More reports coming out today on Thursday that more players have tested positive for the COVID virus, and so there's a lot of question about who will even be playing for the Browns in a must-win situation. The Dolphins are going up against division rivals, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo opening as a two-point favorite in this game. The Dolphins need to win. They'll start Tua Vailoa, but Ryan Fitzpatrick will be ready to come in if necessary. The Ravens need a win. They're playing the Bengals, and the Bengals have been playing great. The Ravens open up as a 13-point favorite, and that's a one o'clock kickoff. The Ravens need a win in order to get in to the playoffs. Then you've got the NFC East, which is one of the most intriguing divisions in football right now because they're all so bad, yet one of them will be in the playoffs. The Cowboys and the Giants face off. The winner of that game could be in the playoffs, depending on what happens with Washington and Philadelphia. Think about this. The Giants could win this game and make the playoffs, or they could lose this game and be a top four pick in the NFL draft this coming season. The Cowboys as well set up for a nice draft pick if they lose to the Giants and possibly even if they win, again, depending on what happens with Washington. If Washington beats Philadelphia in the Sunday night flexed game, Washington goes to the playoffs. Washington was predicted by everyone to be last in the NFC East. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was the starting quarterback coming into the season. No one ever thought Alex Smith would be taking snaps, and yet he is, and, and possibly starting in this Week 17 game if he's healthy enough to do so. Ron Rivera comes in, brings in a great coaching staff in Washington, but everyone assumed, I assumed, that this would take at least a little bit of time for them to get things going. Now, you can argue that their record of uh, six and nine didn't get things going, yet they got a chance to win the NFC East Division with a win over the struggling Philadelphia Eagles. And so Washington comes in. There's a little question about who's starting at quarterback for them. They cut the quarterback that started for them last week uh, in Dwayne Haskins. The Eagles are playing only for pride at this point. They're 4-10-1. They're set up for a nice draft pick, whether they win or lose this game. So they can play spoilers to Washington or they can uh, lose and just continue to a miserable season that's gone on. And the debate will immediately begin on what changes have to be made in Philadelphia. Is it Carson Wentz moving forward or Jalen Hurts? Does the coaching staff get fired, uh, whether it be Doug Peterson or other coaches? Uh, do they change the general manager? What happens in Philadelphia? Changes are on the way in some degree in Philadelphia. Other games to watch, the Titans and the Texans face off. Titans 10-5. and five. They win. They clinch the division, and they're in the playoffs. They lose, and they risk being left out of the playoffs. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville's already locked up the number one seed, so they can win, and it won't hurt them at all. Uh, if they lose, the Colts have a chance for the playoffs and the division as well, Rams and Cardinals face off in the afternoon kickoff. Rams 9-6 and six need a win in order to make the playoffs. The Cardinals need a win in order to make the playoffs and some help. Uh, uh, let's see here. The Saints, they're already in, but they need a win for a chance at the one seed. The Seahawks need a win for a chance at the one seed. A lot on the line in the NFL here in Week 17. It's going to be a great Sunday of football. 
and we are truly looking forward to what is ahead. Now to close up our episode today, uh, we would like to, uh, we introduced a new segment in our last podcast called What's Simmering? And today our What's Simmering topic is the year 2020. And what's simmering, what we try to do is have something that we've had some time to think on, something, something that we've had some time to uh, kind of uh, um, have a little bit more of a educational conversation about as opposed to just a quick off the top of the hat, um, hot topic kind of a thing. And so the 2020 is finally done. We finally finished the year. We survived it. Um, and now we are ready to move on to 2021. But a lot of things went on that we want to talk about and recognize in 2020. Let's talk about sports that had to adapt. In 2020, back in March, everything shut down. The NBA uh, had their positive test with uh, um, Rudy Gobert, and they had this uh, decision to make, and they decided to shut things down and eventually close down until the bubble. And they adapted as well as any sport, uh, any major sport in America. They, they created the bubble in Orlando, they played through uh, the last several games of the regular season. They introduced a new play-in tournament at the end uh, for the uh, seeds 9 and 10 to be able to try to play out 7 and 8 if necessary. And that seems like that's something that's going to stick and is going to be exciting moving forward as well. The NBA did a great job of adapting and getting into the bubble. And now, of course, we're working to, to never do the bubble again. But the NBA did a great job. How about the UFC? The UFC had Fight Island over in Abu Dhabi. They also had... Uh, the uh, Vegas Apex, uh, where they were able to set up and have fights, both foreign fights and local fights as well. And uh, a lot of things happening. The UFC made massive strides. I believe their viewership grew uh, throughout this year. They took advantage of the opportunities they had. Dana White uh, controversially said, we're going we're gonna to fight. And, uh, and it worked out very well for the UFC. And uh, actually coming up in a, a couple weeks, we'll be interviewing an MMA fighter, Hurricane Hunsucker, and uh, we'll be talking about his career. We'll also be breaking down some fights going on in January. The UFC continues to build off of a great 2020. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design. There are two teams that didn't adapt. Well, they adapted, but I, I wouldn't say they did it well. And this is why. Number one is the NHL. The NHL, they did a bubble. They successfully did the bubble. They had two different bubble sites. They, uh, um, they, had, they played out their regular season. They played their playoffs. They got their championship in. They had little COVID influence with it. So you would say that's a success. Well, in that sense, it is. But no one knew it was happening. No one in the major sports markets, no one on ESPN, no one on Fox Sports, no one anywhere was talking about the NHL other than the final scores. The NHL did a horrible job of marketing what was going on uh, there. In order to find out what was going on, you really had to go look it up on the internet, no one was going to tell you what was happening. Only the diehard hockey fans were talking about hockey. No one else was, and that is a failure on the NHL's uh, point. Then, even worse of a failure was Major League Baseball. They had an opportunity when no other sports were going on, even before the UFC said, we're going to fight. The Major League Baseball had an opportunity to start their season, 
to play their season and to have all eyes on them. Do you remember how desperate we were for sports back in May and June and July? Back when uh, the NCAA tournament was canceled in late April? Back when things were, were all of a sudden we started to realize we may never see sports again. And so though that it felt, Major League Baseball continued to fight with its players, continued to have issues and not, not being able to work out the differences. And eventually they got going, but it was a little too late. And again, very few eyes were on Major League Baseball when they had a great opportunity uh, to play out their season. So although they adapted, they didn't do it great. Then how about the NFL? The NFL comes in. Uh, there had the the, uh, the the fortunate ability to wait and to see what happened and to have other leagues do things so they could learn from them. And now, of course, we enter the last week of the NFL and everything has gone relatively smoothly to everything that's been going on in the world. Let's talk about the sports cities. We had some cities that really stood out during the pandemic, during the 2020 year. You had Los Angeles. They bring two champions home in Los Angeles. The Dodgers and the Lakers both winning the championships in their respective sports. And uh, Mookie Betts and, and LeBron James and all the stardom that goes on there. Los Angeles was probably the best sports city in 2020. Miami had some highlights this year as well. Uh, the Miami Heat made it unexpectedly to the NBA Finals. The Miami Marlins really stepped up and surprised, I would say, everyone. Uh, someone might say, well, I called it, but I doubt it. The Miami Marlins had a successful baseball season as well, so Miami had a good sports city year in 2020. We already talked about it, but Orlando in the bubble, uh, they get a little nod from the sports stove as well uh, on, on a good 2020 for Orlando in the NBA bubble. And then Las Vegas, they get the Raiders opening their new stadium, even though fans couldn't be there. It's a gorgeous stadium. And then also they had the UFC uh, home base there in Las Vegas, setting up fights and doing things there. So uh, so Vegas gets a little nod as uh, well. You had some great champions in 2020. We got talked about the Lakers and them overcoming everything. LeBron James and Anthony Davis winning that championship with a, not a stellar uh, supporting crew with them. Then you had the Dodgers that finally won uh, the World Series that they've been expected to win here for a while. Clayton Kershaw winning the World Series. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, and others, uh, they're involved. The Tampa Bay Lightning, did you know that they won the NHL Stanley Cup? Uh, you might have had to look that up because, again, the NHL failed to help us uh, and market too well. And then don't forget, early on in 2020, the LSU Tigers and Joe Burrow uh, winning the national championship in college football early in the season as well. A great team. And uh, Joe Burrow, one of the greatest uh, seasons for a college quarterback ever. And going on to the NFL to have a stellar rookie season until his injury. What about some comeback athletes? Athletes that maybe we hadn't heard of or that we thought were done or that we thought were busts that were not. Uh, Trevor Bauer pitching for the Cincinnati Reds uh, had quite the fun season. Uh, you had Carmelo Anthony and uh, his his comeback for Portland, coming back in shape, playing well in the bubble, and uh, kind of revitalizing the end of his career. Markel Fultz, everyone said, was a bust in Philadelphia. I was on that wagon as well. He gets traded to Orlando, comes out, and just balls out in Orlando, continuing to play well, uh, and is now proven to not be a bust. As a matter of fact, he's proven Philadelphia didn't know what they were doing, either when it came to coaching or whatever it may be, bad trade there as well. Nonetheless, there's that. But, of course, the most inspiring comeback story of 2020 is Alex Smith. His leg injury 
brutal leg injury. At one point, thought he may die. At another point, thought he would lose the leg. Surely didn't think that he would play football again. Yet, here he is starting for the Washington football team with the potential of making the playoffs. Alex Smith not only playing in the NFL still, but actually contributing uh, as well in an important role. Then we'll close it out by talking about the best athletes of 2020. There were a lot of um, great athletic moments in 2020, a lot of people who stood out in 2020. I want to just mention four of them. Joe Burrow, we've already talked about him briefly. Great college season capped off uh, with the number one pick in the NFL draft and a great NFL rookie season until his injury. How about Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler is a guy I did not like. I don't know that I like him still, but uh, nonetheless, this year he gets to Miami after his kerfuffle uh, in Minnesota and his uninspiring season in Philadelphia. He comes to Miami and truly leads that team to a uh, championship appearance. And Jimmy Butler played hard played well, led well, and and grew a little respect for me. Not that that matters, um, but uh, he was one of, the, I think, the better athletes in 2020. Of course, LeBron James, still at his age, doing what he does. Um, I have plenty of thoughts on him that I'll save for another episode, but I do want to give him kudos for his accomplishments in 2020. Mookie Betts has got to be one of the most uh, um, uh, best athletes of 2020. Comes over from Boston to the Los Angeles Dodgers. He comes out, plays well. Uh, all season long and wins the World Series in Los Angeles. Just another uh, slap in the face to Boston for not keeping one of its better athletes uh, there in town. Mookie Betts had a great year. And then also just want to mention Kevin Holland in the UFC. Uh, Holland fighting at a moment's notice, doing anything and everything he can to get into the octagon, winning fights, fighting uh, multiple times in the year and already asking for a fight in January as well. And so Kevin Holland had a phenomenal, there were a number of UFC fighters that stood out this year. None of them fought as much as Kevin Holland. None of them accomplished as much as Kevin Holland did this season as well. Uh, And so congratulations to those folks uh, here in 2020. We have had a wonderful year on the podcast. It's been our first uh, full year uh, here. We started out at the beginning of the year thinking about all the excitement we were going to have And then COVID hit and sports shut down. And we're kind of like, well, I don't know exactly what all we're going to talk about now until sports started back up. Then midway through the year, or really towards the end of the year, I suppose, uh, we joined up with Belly Up Sports. And we're so thankful for the partnership that we have with Belly Up Sports. It's a growing uh, network and a growing website and a lot of good things happening in Belly Up Sports. So make sure you go to bellyupsports.com. Check out everything that's happening there and the growth that is going on. You don't want to miss it. There's some, some great stuff, articles, some great podcasts. Um, there'll be, I'm sure, some stuff on there. You'll be like, what? I don't agree with that. But that's what opinions are all about. And uh, so we're excited about all that's happening on in our partnership with BellyUpSports.com. We've had a number of sponsors throughout this year that we surely want to thank. We start with RA Marketing. Uh, they help with financial advisors. And RA Marketing has been with us since the early, early days of the podcast. We sure appreciate their friendship and their help, Richie and Andrew at RA Marketing, the whole team there. If you're a financial advisor, you need to go to their website. It's goradigital.com and check out RA Marketing, how they can help you. We had Invader Coffee with us uh, for a time as well. You can still use the code BELLYUP at Invader Coffee uh, and to get a discount on purchases there. And uh, so we appreciate them. 
we had uh, as well uh, come through. IPM Pest and Termite, they're a local company here in Lexington, Kentucky. So if you listen to us locally, uh, make sure that you visit myipm.com. If you have any uh, pest issues, bug issues, ants, spiders, centipedes, termites, whatever it may be, you can get a hold of IPM Pest and Termite. Then Hoth and Pepper. Uh, com. Hoff and Pepper is a uh, sauce and seasoning company, uh, handmade sauces and seasons, and uh, a married couple there. You can still use the code BELLYUP to get discounts at hoffandpepper.com as well. So we thank them. And the Belly Up Podcast Network, um, again, uh, and all of their help and assistance there. We've got some big things coming up in 2021. We've got some huge interviews already lined up for January that we're going to be doing. Um, we have a part-time co-host that's going to be joining as well, and we're excited about uh, adding another voice to the podcast. We uh, will continue to bring uh, just straight-up sports opinions. We'll keep everything sports. We focus on uh, what's going on in the sports world. We keep the politics and everything else out of it uh, and just simply focus on sports, giving you just opinion uh, and facts and different things going on. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, college basketball in January. We're going to be, I'm sure, covering uh, the football topics, the NFL playoffs, uh, the college football championship as well, talking some UFC and some MMA. Uh, also, just some exciting things coming forward, some new sponsors coming onto the podcast, and even some live shows that we'll be doing as well. We're still working on finalizing some details on those things, but uh, they are coming and coming very soon. So thank you so much for tuning into the Sports Stove Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. That's where we're most active, at Sports Stove. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, um, but most active on uh, Twitter. When we start doing live, uh, we'll be doing it on YouTube. We'll be doing it on Twitter, hopefully on Facebook as well. And uh, then we will be obviously dropping regular podcasts, and we are available on pretty much any podcast uh, um, uh, host or, or network that you listen to, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. We're, we're pretty much available on everything there as well. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening in the year 2020. Uh, we hope that you have a great 2021, and uh, we're just super excited about the things that are ahead for us here at this podcast. So thank you for your continued uh, listenership and your following. Uh, again, we're always available on YouTube as well as uh, podcast carriers. And so continue to tune in. Uh, for now, we'll say uh, congratulations on surviving 2021, or excuse me, 2020, and uh, good luck in 2021. Uh, we look forward to what's ahead. God bless you. And uh, we will see you again very shortly. But until next time, we'll see you around the Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. 
That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with Alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.